Murder and Mayhem in Jefferson County, Missouri, The Christmas Murder, Jacob Ringer, 1840. It was Christmas Day, 1840, but in rural Jefferson County, Missouri, the traditional custom of decorating, gift-giving, and family gathering was not yet in vogue. Prior to the mid-19th century, very little notice was given to the holiday. This little-known fact would shed more light on the events that occurred in Rock Township that day so many years ago. A small group of men were present at the general store owned by Nathaniel B. Franklin near present-day Arnold when James Toy Sr. and his son, James Toy Jr., entered the premises. Teenage Jacob Ringer was regaling his small audience with stories when he noticed Toy Jr., about the same age, enter, and made a snide comment. Toy Jr. took offense to the tale and took off his hat, motioning for Ringer to take it. Well, Jacob, Toy Jr. remarked, I'll give you my hat on that one. You are the greatest brag I've ever known. The gesture and remark brought a round of laughter from the listeners but Ringer felt the sting of becoming the butt of the joke. I will whip you and your father right here and right now, he shot back, stripping off his coat. A shoving match ensued with Ringer kicking Toy Jr. toward the door. James Toy Sr. entreated Mr. Franklin to help him separate the boys to keep the peace, but they took the fight outside the house. What happened next left one youth dead and the other accused of murder. Welcome to another episode of Murder and Mayhem in Jefferson County, Missouri. Today's story is the Christmas murder of Jacob Ringer. I am your host, Mindy Hudson, genealogist at the Jefferson County Library. Each week we bring you stories of murder and other scandalous events that have occurred in the county's 200-year history. Using the resources and databases available at the library, we piece together the details about the people and events that have shaped the history of the county. Jefferson County is located about 25 miles south of St. Louis in the foothills of the Ozark Mountains. The county was established in 1818 by incorporating parts of St. Louis and St. Genevieve counties. Many prominent and interesting people lived or passed through the county over the years, but of course, there are also many stories of less savory characters, too. The Little Rock Township, later shortened to Rock Township, is in the northeastern section of the county. Early settlers made their homes along the Mississippi River and its tributaries. Life was hard, and the resilient souls who were brave enough to eke out a living in the area were often short-tempered and quick on the draw. James Toy Sr. was born in Virginia around 1780. He married Sarah Young in Kentucky in 1807. He received a land patent in Jefferson County, Missouri, Township 43 North, Range 5 East, Section 31, in 1840, which is located in the Rock Creek area. The Toy family had at least eight children. James Toy Jr., called Jimmy, was born about 1825. At the time of the incident in 1840, he would have been about 15 or 16 years old. 
Not much is known about Jacob Ringer. He may have been related to the Ringer family who were descended from Matthias Ringer of Maryland, but there is no solid proof of this relationship except for a political article written in the 1854 St. Louis Globe newspaper linking two Ringer men, Andrew and William Ringer, to the storekeeper N.B. Franklin. The store of Napoleon B. Franklin, where the argument occurred, was located on what is now Seckman, west of I-55. The general store served as a supply store and a post office, which made it a gathering place for local residents. Despite the fact that it was Christmas Day, it was not unusual for, in the pioneer days, for families to observe the holiday in a quiet and subdued fashion. Lavish celebrations were uncommon until after the influx of German immigrants brought their holiday traditions with them to America. Soon other settlers began to adopt those customs into their homes. Christmas Day fell on a Friday in 1840, and a few of the local residents stopped in to Mr. Franklin's general store. Young Jacob Ringer had stopped in that day and began a conversation with Mr. Franklin and another customer, James Hunt, when James Toy Sr. and his son Jimmy entered the store. Whatever the subject of Ringer's tale, Jimmy found it to be laughable. By the events which followed, it is likely he was bragging on his prowess at fighting or hunting. Young Toy took the opportunity to poke fun at the lad, which set off a series of events which ended in tragedy. Toy Jr. mockingly took off his hat and offered it to Ringer with the comment that he'd have given him his hat on that story, adding that Ringer was the biggest brag he had ever known. That jab brought an immediate reaction from Ringer, who retorted that he could whip both Jimmy and his father at the same time. A scuffle broke out between the two young men, and Toy Sr. stepped in to separate them. At that time, his son headed for the door, and Ringer followed, kicking at Jimmy. In doing so, he lost his balance and fell, which infuriated him further. He got up and started toward Toy Sr. when Jimmy pulled a small pistol from his pocket and challenged Ringer. "'Come on,' Jimmy shouted. "'I'm ready for you.' At that point, Jimmy headed out of the door into the yard. Jacob Ringer pursued Toy outside as the elder Toy pleaded for Mr. Franklin to help him keep the peace. Hunt, however, later testified that he heard Toy Sr. tell his son to shoot Ringer. The elder men were still inside the building when they heard the gun go off. Immediately, Jimmy came running back inside with Ringer close behind him. Jimmy again ran out of the door, but as Ringer turned to follow, he commented that Toy had shot him in the breast. I believe he has killed me, Ringer declared and fell to the ground. James Hunt ran over to examine Ringer and found a hole in his clothing, oozing a small amount of blood. The injury was fatal and Ringer soon died. Both father and son were arrested. The trial for James Toy Jr. was held in Jefferson County in March 1841. He was charged with first-degree murder, while his father James Toy Sr. was charged with accessory after the fact. Circuit Attorney John S. Brickey tried the case. 
James Toy Jr.'s attorney filed a motion requesting the jury to be given instructions that if they could not find that the shooting had occurred as a spontaneous event and not a premeditated action, they must not find the defendant guilty of murder in the first degree, which was denied. The jury consisted of A.J. Kendall, William R. Robertson, William McMullen, William Ellis, Christopher Frederitzi, and Joseph Gamish. Despite the denial of the defense's motion, Jimmy Toy Jr. was found guilty of second-degree murder and sentenced to 15 years in the Missouri State Penitentiary. James Toy Jr. was transported to the penitentiary on March 27, 1841, to begin serving his sentence. He was described as five foot, five and a half inches tall. He had brown hair, blue eyes, and a dark complexion. Either James Jr. was no stranger to Tussles or his life on the farm left him with quite a lot of scars. He had scars on his chest, both shoulders, his chin, forehead, and left cheek. He had several small molds on his face. There is no known record of a trial for James Toy Sr. It is likely the charges were dropped against him. The N.B. Franklin family moved to Carondelet in St. Louis soon after this event and opened a boarding house on Pennsylvania Avenue. The only other record found about him was a scathing newspaper article in the 1854 St. Louis Globe Democrat, in which the author accuses Mr. Franklin of being among a few postmasters who were scheming to bring a split in the Democratic Party. Two stonemasons, William and Andrew Ringer, were mentioned along with the others, who had signed a petition circulated by Franklin. The writer of the article claimed they had not understood what they had signed, but had been tricked by Franklin. N.B. Franklin died in 1862 and is buried at the Richardson Cemetery in Arnold, Missouri, beside his wife, Mary Louisa Nee Constant who died in 1888. James Hunt, the other witness to the murder, married twice and had one son who predeceased him, leaving two grandsons. Hunt died in 1857. James Toy Jr. served five years of his sentence. He was pardoned in August 1845. In 1851, he married Roseanne Jane Brody, or Bledsoe. They had at least four children. Following his release, the family lived for a time in Berry County, Missouri, and then Benton County, Arkansas. He developed consumption, also known as tuberculosis, and died about 1885. It is unknown what happened to James Toy Sr. It appears he passed away prior to 1850, as Sarah is listed alone with her children in the 1850 federal census. Sarah disappeared from the record prior to 1860. One of the younger daughters, Anna Toy, was mentally handicapped and was sent to live at the Jefferson County Poor Farm. She was there in 1860 when Caroline Gashi, a previous podcast subject, was living there with her parents. The Toy family was plagued with tragedy. Years after the Christmas Day murder, two of the sons of James and Sarah Toy, Shannon and Isaiah, brothers of Jimmy Toy, got into an altercation. 
Isaiah Toy married Lena Ware in 1855, and they had two sons. His elder brother, Shannon Toy, married Margaret Longwith in 1858. However, it appears that she may have died by 1860, as Shannon was listed as living in the household with Isaiah and Lena Toy in the 1860 federal census. It also seems that Shannon may have married again to a woman named Anne Eliza, as the following events involved his wife. On April 1, 1862, Isaiah arrived at the home of his brother Shannon Toy and his wife, and according to witnesses, began abusing her. The brothers got into a heated argument, and Shannon ordered Isaiah to leave the property and never return. At that time, Isaiah picked up a fence rail and attacked Shannon. To defend himself, he picked up a cooper's adze, a hammer-like tool with a sharp, curved back, to hold his brother off. During the fight, it was knocked out of his hands by Isaiah. Shannon started running away, but Isaiah picked up the adze and threw it with great force at his brother. The claw-like end struck Shannon in the back, close to the shoulder blade, mortally wounding him. The entire incident occurred with other siblings and their spouses present. Shannon lived long enough to make an oral declaration to authorities about what had happened, but passed away about three days later. Before he was called to trial in November 1863, Isaiah Toy submitted a petition to postpone the proceedings because his material witnesses were absent likely called to service in the Civil War. Isaiah Toy himself was drafted into the war and served through 1865. The trial was postponed until after the war. However, in November 1865, a notation was attached to his file stating that he was unable to be called to court due to a chronic case of diarrhea which required a physician's care. There is no other record of a trial, and it is likely that in the aftermath of the war, the whole affair was dropped, or perhaps he died as a complication of the stomach issue. After the drama of those early days faded away, the remainder of the Toy family continued to live and work in and around Jefferson County and have contributed much to the communities where their roots run deep. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Murder and Mayhem in Jefferson County, Missouri, brought to you by the Jefferson County Library Genealogy Department, located at the Northwest Branch, 5680 Highway PP, High Ridge, Missouri. Please be sure to visit the Genealogy Facebook page for more information about this and earlier podcasts. For followers of this podcast, I would like to thank you for your continued support. There are two more episodes of Murder and Mayhem in Jefferson County, Missouri. This month, I will be retiring from the genealogy department after 17 years. I plan to continue my true historic crime podcasts under the name Old Fashioned Murder and Mayhem with a broader scope once I am settled. I hope you will look for it on your favorite podcast provider. In the meantime, remember to join us again next week as we cover a more recent murder that occurred in 1954, the hitchhiker murder of Louis Otto.